is the Story Mobile Podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Saturday, May 13th, readers gathered at the Union Depot's Java Express coffee shop to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. Next up, we have Margaret Hassey. Margaret Hassey, 30-year uh, resident of the Macroveland neighborhood, believes what Brenda Uelland wrote in If You Want What to Write. Everyone is important and has something to say. Between Us, her fifth collection of poetry, uh, Between Us is the title, and you know, it's not like a Between Us. We... <clears throat> you guys are the first to know. Um, Between Us, her fifth collection of poetry was published in 2016. Please welcome Margaret. Actually, I really liked that you said that, um, the title of the book being Between Us. It wanted to have that feeling that this is just between us, that intimacy that poetry often has. Um, tomorrow's Mother's Day, um, uh, Ms. Cox, Nancy, uh, just read a poem about her mother. Being here in the uh, railway station here reminds me of my mother, who in 1926, was a Carleton student. Is that feedback uh, a little bit? Yep. Uh, let me try that and see. Um, so in 1926, my mother was a Carleton College student, and uh, she got a ticket on the railway to go out to Glacier Park, where a lot of college students had summer jobs. And I inherited her diary where she talks about that marvelous trip out of St. Paul and across to this wild new national park, Glacier. And I read in her diary, although she's warned me all my life not to hitchhike, she sold her ticket to come back to St. Paul and Carleton and hitchhiked home. <laughs> and she got 246 rides from Glacier Park back to St. Paul. What an adventure, eh? So my first poem, and I'm very happy it's in the beautiful, beautiful edition. They're, they're all beautiful. This is just, um, just spectacular. The artists who are in here, the poets, the fiction writers, the, the storytellers like Klecko, it's marvelous. At any rate, one of the poems I have in here is about my mother, uh, called The Old Fashioned Names of Our Mothers. Our mothers died on the same day. My friends Hertha, my own Gladys. When we cleared out their houses, we did not want to lose any material, not their stained aprons worn to make solitary meals, not bath towels or books kept close like bedside nurses. My friend had no home of her own. Her mother's stuff 
came to live in my basement with my mother's stuff, boxes labeled Hertha's albums, Gladys's letters, Hertha's white gloves, Gladys's flower brooches of cloth. Some nights their objects call our mothers back to try on hats, whisper about husbands and children, their lives of heartache and happiness. When we reach out to touch them, they fade like photos, but they leave everything in our hands. Thank you. <laughs> Before I read the other very short poem in the uh, almanac, this year's almanac, I'm going to dip back into a book of mine from a couple of years ago. Um, I've lived in St. Paul 30 years, and half of those years, um, I've had a very uh, difficult dog. Um, and uh, so here's the poem called Living with Damage. Staked out on a chain, the dog Penny pushes her copper-colored nose into the cold wind to learn all the news the air will carry. Baited by a squirrel's smell, she profiles the broad skull that made the vet sigh pit bull. Let loose, Penny might chase down and damage a deer, a dog, a ball, a child. Therefore, rope, muzzle, cage, constant vigilance. In her troubled past, homeless and broken by blows, Penny ate garbage and roadkill, and now we drag her from gobbling scat that peppers the ground. Her insecurity and poor vision often makes me a stranger. When I wear a hat, she advances full bore, growling. When sense of smell or sight registers friend, abruptly she halts and topples on her haunches, sheepishly slobbers my hands. Through Penny, I learn how trust, hurt and angry, still lays daily claim to a crazy, fierce tenderness on the tough terrain of love. And on the day when my son gouges holes in the window screens, then asks, we'll never give up on her, will we, whatever she does. I put my arms around him saying, never, 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 pounding the words forcefully like a stake deep into ground. So our um, 15 years later, uh, that's a very old dog and a very sick dog. Um, and I think next week she's taking her trip to the vets, her final trip. So this poem I was very happy to have in the book called A Dog's, uh, in the Almanac, called A Dog's Gift. And some of you are reading along. I can see it's on 1.30. A dog's gift. A slow rain unravels to mist. My old dog scratches on the metal of the storm door and the laminate of my heart. In my house coat, I plod to let her in with a soggy smell of rain and damp doggy hair. Her muzzle is white, her hips like mine, bony as a dairy cow's. She lifts each black licorice paw for the pink pads to be dried. I cup her big head in my hands, and suddenly I'm a goddess in her cloudy gray eyes. 
Thank you. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.